to help support this podcast and get exclusive bonus content and rewards, make a monthly pledge at patreon.com slash universe box. And, and remember, remember to, to think, think outside. outside. You ran out of the jungle 10 minutes after the crash. You weren't wet. You were never even in the ocean. Where are they? Your friends. We have a confession. We've never watched Lost. Now we're tired of hearing about it, so we're finally watching the hit TV show for the first time. Come along with us to the island. And please stay close by because we're we're so lost. We need you to unbuckle your seatbelt. We're also rewatching the classic ABC TV series Lost. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne-Marie D. Simone. And we are back for uh, the other <laughs> podcast. The other, 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 I don't, uh, there's lots of others. Yeah, but uh, as usual, we're recording this uh, Tuesday night, 8.30 p.m. EST at twitch.tv slash universebox or live.universebox.com. We have uh, Michael uh, Lucero over in the chat room with us. Maybe we'll the Michael get, of the Lucero. We might get a couple other people over here uh, as we go along. Glad to have you guys with us. Always feel free to join us if Woo! you're out and about on the wider internet. But, uh, you know, as we set up at the top of the show in the theme song... Uh, we've never seen Lost. We've uh, never so, seen Lost. So at unfortunately, all. we've had to institute sort of a spoiler policy. So, Amory, go through that right now. So, the spoiler policy is: we we love information, we love learning things, we love seeing new things and hearing theories. Please do not tell us what happens, like in the next episode or five episodes from now or in the season finale. Like, if there's a big crazy reveal, do not tell me. Don't do mm-hmm. it. I will. I will come after you with a machete. Um, but what you can do if you would like to give us some of that information and still stay one of our friends mm-hmm. is be like, hey, you might get an answer to that question you have soon or in season four or something like that. Or, hey, that sounds like it could be a good theory there, Bill. Yeah, These the, are all acceptable responses. You, you have to kind of keep it general. You can be like, oh, I don't know. Um uh, Mr. Echo will abandon his shirt. Uh, that's fine. But you can't say he will abandon his shirt because of the deep shame he feels for bludgeoning someone to death with a rock. That might be a little too specific. It would have been before this episode. Before this episode, for sure. But now it's... The, it's the what we do. Season 2, Episode 7, The Other 48 Days. You're free and clear uh, to tell us anything you want about it. Mm-hmm. In fact, you know what? I, we've actually written a rhyming episode summary that kind of spoils the whole plot. So, mm-hmm. Anne-Marie, why don't you read that? And then we'll get back into the Discussion. discussion. So shouldn't the beach be more relaxing? Falling and drowning and others are taxing. Anna thinks Nathan lied, but still gives him room while protecting passengers and digging a tomb. Goodwin betrays them, but she'll make him pay as we crash down on the other 48 days. The other 48 days! The other 48 days! The other 48 days! The other 48 days! And Marie, what'd you think? Okay, so at first, like when we watched this, uh, I don't know, week a couple ago, weeks, two ago, weeks yeah. ago, I really, really loved it because it answered all sorts of the questions. Mm-hmm. However, upon rewatching it, I was like, okay, so it answered those questions, but that's it. Yeah, it, it did literally nothing else. Like it gave us backstory, and it was like a whole episode of flashbacks until the end. But we will get to that. Yeah, it, it was def it was definitely an, an answers episode versus a questions right. episode, which aren't the most interesting to talk about. Well, you know, it, it's nice to have the balance of the questions and the mm-hmm. answers, and not just one or the other only. It was definitely thrilling, so. though, uh, getting to see how the other half lives. Right, um, you know, exactly. For- 
That's exactly. So anything fun in their chat room before we get going uh, here? Michael Lucero thinks we should change the podcast name to They're So Lost just for this just episode. Just for this episode? Eh, maybe. We'll see. You're doing it, aren't you? No, I'm not. Okay. You're typing the thing, so I didn't know. I know. No, uh, we are not changing the name of the podcast for you or anybody else, Michael Lucero, <laughs> because I have a feeling that you... <gasps> Hello, Sith Youth Pastor. Oh, Sith Youth Pastor. Uh, yeah, it was definitely a lot of backstory, but uh, I have a feeling that Michael Lucero might be... An imperfect duplicate, which is my first point. Okay. Really? What really struck me about this new group mm-hmm. was how they were basically uh, crappy versions or imperfect duplicates of the <laughs> castaways we know and love. Uh, Anna was this weird combination of Kate and Jack. I Almost like she was... How, how, if if Kate had taken the leadership role, right, it would this have gone down like. just like this. She's tough as nails. She won't talk about her past. Or she won't talk about anything. Yeah, uh, Mr. Echo uh, is Locke. Obviously, he's mysterious. He's religious. You know, talking about the prayers. He's going to pray for the wife. Pray mm-hmm. for you know all this the other stuff. Planes. Yeah, I, and he's the first to make a weapon, and he's super moral. He's so moral, in fact, that he goes has takes a forty day silence vow of silence. He killed people. Yeah, because he killed people. Which I mean, I guess I can. Approve appreciate and then obviously goodwin equals ethan and uh you know he's the spy duh. Duh. but he's he's the crappy spy because he ends up uh dying but yeah it, well i guess he gets embedded in the group longer than ethan managed to so more on that uh but you know then uh bernard equals rose because they're both uh totally in love and love and constantly uh worried about the other one and like wanting to know what happened to them i mean even Mm -hmm. when sawyer and uh michael show up Mm -hmm. uh in their first appear in the first appearance in episode two or three uh the first thing he asked them about is his wife you know so i and then uh cindy Mm -hmm. uh who disappeared uh last episode in this episode she reminded me kind of of arts uh because she is she blown into smithereenies possibly possibly but Mm. she knows a lot of useful factual information which she uses to help guide the other survivors like she knows it's kind of useless about the rescue thing because she knows they turn they the black box doesn't matter because they were so off course it doesn't matter you know that sort of stuff because she Mm -hmm. was she was the flight attendant right so well she was the only one with an australian accent so there's your giveaway and they're also presented with parallel challenges to the original group they start out on the beach Mm -hmm. uh, they suffer several fatalities then decide to move inland to find shelter once the others make themselves known right so a very parallel things even uh, the stream that they set up camp next to is kind of like the caves except not, qu- not kind quite of a crappy safe. version not yeah. quite as well protective and everything now, now while they share many of the same qualities with our castaways they never quite seem to come together as a cohesive unit mm-hmm. i i think that it's anna lucia's distrust of nathan that fractures the group when uh, things start getting crazy and they never quite recover Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so all in all, it feels like an interesting what if for if our crew hadn't been quite as awesome as they have been thus far. Hmm. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a team without teamwork. Uh, where yeah, uh, there was no teamwork. Yeah. It's these. This is, this is like the angry side of the <laughs> island, like oh, the yeah. land of misfit toys. They mm-hmm. were like, we created these characters, but they don't quite fit in. Let's throw yeah. them over there. <laughs> over in the chat there. room, uh, Michael Lucero says, "Anne Marie, your hat looks a lot like the one worn by uh, bearded." other in the season one finale i can see that maybe Anne marie's one of the others and uh sith you pastor says uh he he missed echo Mm -hmm. and uh then michael lucero says i like goodwin a lot more than ethan if anything i think ethan is a less the less cool version of him which would kind of make sense you know a little bit yeah you know just sort of flip it around the bizarro version of everything so 
Okay, and uh, <clears throat> so uh, let's see here. Uh, Anne Marie, <laughs> oh, oh, what, what was it? Sith uh, Spence says Stabby Babs equals Crazy Libby. <laughs> very true, very true. If you're a fan of Gotham, you got that. You got that. You got that reference. Okay, Anne Marie, what did you want to talk about first? So, why did the others choose to attack this group more than like the group that we know and love so much more from the crash? Mm-hmm. So, I have a few, you know, reasons maybe. So, like proximity? Was this half of the crash closer to their home base, whichever that might be? Could be. Like that would make sense why they were able to launch in with such a strong attack from day one. Like they they landed and ten minutes later there's this guy already uh-huh. infiltrating. Like, were they watching them? Did they know they were coming? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Island. Mm-hmm. Mm. So stuff like that. You know, and it's pretty impressive because they had to have gotten a suitcase because the clothes that they were wearing don't have labels, which was specifically pointed out. Yeah. And that they wouldn't have had like stuff in their pockets. Well, we have seen several caches of stuff on the island. So maybe they got it from uh, the Black Rock or, you know. The Black Rock was from like 1700 something. Yeah. Those clothes are not whatever <laughs> uh, Goodwin showed up wearing. Very that true. he had to have literally like watched a suitcase fall and mm-hmm. change. Yeah. That, um, it just had to happen. Um, ease. They seem to get Goodwin in place to win their trust a bit quicker than they were able to get Ethan into the other group. And yeah. he never really seemed to win trust because he was a little bit odd. Mm-hmm. Um, but when and how is he reporting back? Since they have this whole buddy system thing and Nathan mm-hmm. is the one who was gone for, noticeably for two hours by himself. Well, I, I think that maybe Anna Lucia is – she's kind of – you know, she's the leader of the group. So maybe leader because she instantly distrusted Nathan, maybe she wasn't watching Goodwin as closely as, you know, she should have been. Or maybe yeah. maybe they – it's also possible maybe they don't need – language or meetings or words see to, that was that was yeah. my other thing i think maybe they're like like sending telepathic messages or something mm-hmm. because i don't at this point really anything's possible yeah uh, michael lucero says you get a much better sense of who the others are from goodwin than you ever do from ethan uh very very true and, and i'll get says, answers to my questions which is good Wahoo! um let's see quantities so this group was much smaller than the main group Perhaps that's why they chose to attack them first, because it would be easier to diminish their numbers before launching an attack on the other group. I could see that. I it could would be see easier that. to be like, you know, it's like they're training. Mm-hmm. This is like, excuse me, they're military training. They're like, okay, we've got this group of 20. This is what we do. Yeah. And once they're good at that, then we go in after, you know, we have our spy in there, but we send the other guy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe it, it had something to do because one of the few differences I, I can think of between the two groups is mm-hmm. the fact that uh, – They had children? They, well, the, oh, ori- they the original children. group ha- had someone who was preggers with them and uh, maybe the other strategy changed a bit once they found that out for some reason that we still don't know. The, the child super heart beating heart thing. Yeah. Yeah. Could be. I don't know. Could There's be. still a lot of unanswered child questions. Walt! I, we had some questions. They got answered. Now we have the others, uh, the other questions <laughs> we have. But, uh, <laughs> you, you know, uh, venturing away from the others a little bit, I mm. have some questions about Nathan's stomach issues. Mm-hmm. Okay, so while Nathan has been eliminated as a spy for the others, I, he's out of contention. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was awfully shady, uh, you know, using the bathroom as an excuse for being out of sight both on the island and on, and the, on plane. the Yeah, and on the plane. It makes me think something else might be going on. Uh, Goodwin says that he wasn't a good person either, that uh, Nathan wasn't a good person right. uh, when he's talking 
talking to Anna Lucia right before he dies. Uh, so maybe uh, the others uh, know something we don't about him. Or oh. I, I also w- wonder, and I, I think you have a little bit on this later I about uh, the the metric for a good I, person I versus a, a good person. But it makes me think back to the knife that Anna Lucia found on one of the others. She said it was military, about twenty years old, and uh, would put the military on the island, which would put the military on the island a few years before Rousseau got there. Oh. So perhaps the military came in to shut down the Dharma experiment. Uh, you know, mm. at some point before Rousseau showed up. If so, if if that is true, then obviously somehow they either failed in their mission or somehow became the other. So maybe, you know, the original group of others, uh, like Goodwin, for example, who's pretty handy with, you know, making fires with sticks and all this kind of stuff. Peace maybe, Corps, dude. Peace Corps. Uh, he said the adult version, though. And before he said Peace Corps, I was thinking military. So maybe yeah. maybe he picked up some of those skills from military training. No, Hold on. Well, you you keep talking. Yeah, it's a very small point and an otherwise larger point. But uh, if this is all the case, Peace though. Peace guy. Because he said he was, yeah, he said he was from the Peace Corps. Yeah, Yeah. I know, I know. Uh, But if that's the case, if if the case, it's the case that the military was there Mm -hmm. uh, sometime before Rousseau showed up, then maybe the government uh, wanted another shot at the island after this failed attempt twenty years ago. Whose government? But uh, I'm not sure. I I I I don't don't think Anna Lucia ever gives a a nation to the knife. Well, no, it said U.S. military. Oh, did it say okay? Well, then the U.S. military, and that would make a lot of sense too, since the Dharma Initiative is a U.S. company. I know, but it's not a U.S. island. initiative uh maybe that's uh part of the reason it didn't work out so well uh but but i i think maybe uh they wanted another shot at the island but they needed to get past the security system they encountered the first time you know Mm. the smoke monster and all that kind of stuff so perhaps nathan is a member of the military uh, which would explain the shadiness and he somehow caused the plane to blow up once they were near the island the security system slash smoke monster might be able to shoot down a plane that was landing mm. and completely blow the mission but if the plane was about to crash a couple gunshots or smoke monster lashes wouldn't make any difference right so maybe this was all the plan mm. uh, this explains why nathan was hanging out in the bathroom on the plane you know to set off the explosion because i mean the explosion oh. came from the back of the plane if you remember maybe and then maybe once they landed, he slipped away for a couple hours to try and find the bunker with the radio so he could give his superiors an update. Because, you know, the glass eye throws threw me a little bit, but a Bible and a radio in this big, you know, trunk mm-hmm. like that may, sounds like something the military might have brought to the island the first time. Okay, but, but Char- um, Charlie was in the bathroom as well. Charlie was in the bathroom, but there's more than one bathroom on a plane. Not necessarily. I mean, there's more than one room, but they're going to be like next to each other. Yeah, but remember, Charlie. Charlie comes back out right before, or did he? He didn't leave the the bathrooms, or he left the bathrooms before the plane crashed. Did he, he didn't get back into his seat. I don't think he didn't. Get I don't know because the rebuckled. stash was in the bathroom, which is the only reason that I question it. Yeah, maybe Michael Lucero can let us know. But I, no, because well, remember, he's giving they, us a, hmm. remember they were chasing Charlie down the the row of the right before uh, the back blew up. And, and then okay yeah okay okay yeah so so uh it, that's my thought and yeah michael lucero's hmm makes me think i might be onto something mm-hmm. so uh you know nathan uh either he needs some pepto-bismol or uh, you know he, mm-hmm. he he he's a fed he's a he's he, something yeah he, he was he, definitely something yeah there was something more going on there than meets the eye i'm sure we'll get a flashback with him hopefully hopefully and oh. michael lucero says no comment which so. means that bill is completely 100 percent on possibly or way off one or the other it's always one it's or always the other one or the other <laughs> 
Okay, so Goodwin tells Anna Lucia that they're um, when the two of them go on their little hike that he didn't want her to come on, which I think is kind of <clears throat> interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he tells when they're they're talking about, oh, why do you think this and why do you think that that they were taking out the strong people on day one? Hence, they went after Echo, which I'm still pretty impressed. Good job, Mister Echo. Yes. Um. Then they went back for the other nine because they were good. Mm-hmm. Um, and since we can basically assume, which means that I'm probably 100% wrong, that of the 11 <laughs> that we saw a few episodes back, at least one of them was the kid from this group based of on the, the teddy, teddy bear. bear. Yeah. Um, does this mean that they were taking the good ones to become a part of them? Mm-hmm. Like they needed to re-up the coffers of people because, well, we've now killed four or five of them. Yeah. And I mean, that's a lot in a small little thing. I could um, see that. But but what really what is the criteria for deeming somebody good enough to take? Mm-hmm. Um, and why why did they take them? Like I said, is it just to like replenish their numbers? Was is there some other secret mission of sorts? Like Bill said, maybe this is some mm-hmm. other sort of mission. Well, I th- I think we brought up uh several episodes back. It might have even been the season finale. I, I think it was Sun who was talking about uh, why is this happening to us? Maybe we're paying for something. Maybe right. y- y- all that kind of stuff. And we, we kind of talked down the road a little bit about maybe this being like a, a like purgatory. a purgatory or an afterlife sort of situation. Mm. So maybe the others are agents of whoever's the in control. Good or the bad. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe they're, they're, they're St. Saint, Saint Peter's bros or something. Uh, and, uh, you know, so maybe maybe they have an intrinsic knowledge or a database or something that tells them maybe who's that's good, how they got that bad. list. Maybe that's how they got the list. It I tells mean, them what they're looking at, like and what they wear. Yeah, yeah, but, and maybe that's why Goodwin didn't have to slip away and tell them stuff because they had it available it's in this database. Interesting. Okay, so we know that they we uh, that at least four or five of them have been killed, so their numbers are dwindling. Um, unless there is a huge community of others hidden somewhere on the island, which I do not put past the <laughs> island at this point. Yes, very um, true. <clears throat> Did Goodwin know that on this trip alone with Andalusia that one of them would die? Is that why mm-hmm. he felt comfortable revealing this plan? I, I think he was planning on killing, killing her. her. Yeah. Well, he was planning on going by himself, and mm-hmm. she said, I'm going. So maybe he was going to meet up with them or something He was going like to do something. Well, I, I keep wondering why he killed Nathan. Cause it, it, he says why he killed Nathan. Oh, what? what? He said, um, okay. you know, if, Refresh the, me. if the next day she chops off his finger and he still says it's not him, yeah. they might start to actually believe him and then, you know, start looking around. Okay, okay. They, so it made sense. Yeah, I, I might have been writing down a note. <laughs> something when that yeah. happened but but it, yeah i one thing i really did enjoy about his death scene though is that i believe uh before they take the roll down the hill he's the one who throws the throws spear it. that kills him uh because she grabs it up when she lands yeah. and puts it up like that and uh you know impales him as it were mm-hmm. uh so, so i thought that was fun that he was kind of the he kind uh, of killed himself yeah yeah he was he he, he created his own death uh, Death so trap. yeah, you know, and we're just being light and fun here uh, tonight on We're So Lost. Traps and the such. Talking lots of stuff, and we're going to get back to it in just one second. But first, we want to tell you a little bit about our Patreon. If you don't know what Patreon is, it's a way you can support content creators you like, like us. Us. And you get all sorts of great benefits for it. For example, you know, we release this podcast once every two weeks on the mm-hmm. feed. We generally will post the podcast within really? an hour or two mm-hmm. of recording it 
on our Patreon, which uh, if you if you go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash universe box, and you are a patron over on the uh, right hand side of the screen, there's an audio RSS link you can throw into iTunes, mm-hmm. your iTunes podcast app or any podcatcher, and you can get download the episodes as soon as we're done recording them, usually every week, yeah. uh, except for last week. There's a couple few weeks. little moments. But, but uh, you know, that's one of the great benefits. Another one of the great benefits is if you give not one, not two, not three, not four, not six. But five dollars a month, you become a member of the five dollar star patrons club. This mm-hmm. comes with two benefits. Benefit numero uno is that uh, you know you'll get your name read out on every episode of every podcast we do. Mm-hmm. Benefit number two is that that will also happen because I usually say that seconds. <laughs> I know. I was like, I don't really know what's happening right now. You, just go with it. Just go with it. I but usually do. We definitely want to thank our five. We're we're so lost. Uh, I I think I think we've pro- proven so the name of the show. Lost. Uh, but the people we want to give a shout out to uh, this month are Becca Baca, Harry Seidler, Angel, Monica Jones, Other Anne Marie, Casa Commotion, Sage of Earth, aka Patty, Jacob Newman, Robert Cattler, Hope Molinex, Jessica Gonzalez, and Patrick Cohn. You guys are all the awesomest that ever existed. You're all that in a bag of chips. And we'll read your name out, and we'll read your name out, and we'll, and, read, your name and we'll out. read your name out. If you want to get your name read out, go to patreon.com slash universebox. And remember, remember to, to think, think outside. outside. Uh, let's see here. Over here in the chat room. Uh, Michael says, um, you'll get more on Goodwin's motivations in that or in that scene. But honestly, I can't remember if it's this season or next. So fair, fair it could be a while. You know what? They're playing the long game here on Lost. With Michael Lucero talking about stuff in the chat room, it seems mm-hmm. like a really good time to play his voicemail because he's our resident Lost he expert. He is our resident He expert. is Professor Lost of Professor Island Professor Lost Mountain. of Losties. Okay, uh, Michael, take it away. Where's the new podcast, Bill? Where's the new episode? Not talking to me anymore? What's that behind you? A banana peel? Who said Bill Meeks could have food? Hey, Bill and Anne-Marie, it's Michael. Hey! So, I really love this episode, and I hope you all do just as much. Uh, Mm -hmm. Lost is one of those shows that had a pretty standard format, just like Once Upon a Time, where you have uh, flashbacks and present-day storylines. But unlike Once, Lost isn't afraid to break out of that format and play with it a little bit. Very true. This is the first time they've done it uh, so far, I believe. Um... And since we saw Anna Lucia fire her gun last episode, uh, I believe that this episode is 100% flashback. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the way it opens, too. The way that peaceful, beautiful beach that looks like it's straight out of a Corona commercial uh, <laughs> yes! quickly turns into the crash of Flight 815. It's interesting to compare and contrast the crash in this episode uh, to the one we see in the pilot episode, which, of course, is happening pretty much simultaneously on opposite sides of the island. Uh, it even I will say, as far as compare and contrast, too, I felt uh, if you go back and read or listen to the rhyming episode summary for this episode... Same thing. It was an adaptation of the rhyming episode summer- summary for our review of the pilot. So uses the same camera technique uh, as the pilot, showing them uh, showing the crash and all the chaos from one point of view, uh, Anna Lucia's, and then finally opening up to give us a wide shot of all the devastation in its full context. Uh, this group, however, has no doctor among them, and we see the consequences of that uh, immediately, and quickly understand how lucky and fortunate the fuselage survivors were in a lot of ways. And I love the way that opening scene ends, too, with Anna Lucia's line to the children. 
We're not there yet. That's such a great line. Uh, we also get more of Cindy, the flight attendant, and we see a bit of what role she played in the tail section group. Although I think we learn the least about her. Uh, we like begin to get an idea group. about some of the others, too. We see Echo uh, taking dead bodies out of the water and mm-hmm. praying. Uh, we see him taking a vow of silence for 40 days and penitence for killing two of the others. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like our Mr. Echo is turning out to be another man of faith. I wonder what will mm. happen when he and Locke meet. Right. Um, but he has a really gentle spirit. Uh, and as we see when Anna Lucia finally cries by the river, man, he is such a great character. Uh, we also get a few insights into Lib- uh, Libby, who cons- consistently tries to make people feel good and intuitively seems to realize that Echo's silence comes from his guilt. Uh, we don't get too much insight into Bernard just yet, though I really like his sensibility and optimism. Another character I really like is Goodwin. We'd assumed, or at least I had, uh, that the others killed him. Uh, I was originally super surprised when I realized that he was another the first time I saw this episode. And the fact that he is sheds a bit more light on on them as a group. Uh, He seems to place a lot of value on whether or not someone is a good person. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he talks about lists. And I really love the way that scene up in the mountain plays out when both Mm -hmm. of them know he's an other. And both of them know that the other one knows. But both of them are pretending that neither one of them knows anything. There's so much tension in that scene uh it's so great and i don't know if y'all noticed in this episode but we get a bit more of that hollow primitive tribal sounding drum that serves as an aural mm. motif for the others i never uh, noticed this stuff yeah i i didn't catch that this episode too i've I, i've heard it before though uh it, generally i think that it gets played right before the whispering starts oh i just heard the whispering i love that sound and how it adds to the atmosphere and mood of the others and we talked in the spoiler party about the mm-hmm. official Lost podcast. And there's one episode of that podcast where Michael Giacchino, the soundtrack composer for the show, uh, gives us an audio tour of how he makes all the unique sounds of Lost. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting if you're into soundtracks at all, which I absolutely am. Yeah, I have to remember to go back and uh, listen to that because I listened to the one that seemed safe uh, right after we did the spoiler party with you, Michael. And I, I didn't go back to it yet because I forgot about it. But I need to go back and do that. <laughs> I need uh, to go I'll back. Send- and a link uh, that y'all can put in the show notes for that uh, directly to that podcast episode. Mm, and I don't think there are spoilers in it, but it did ap- air after episode nine, which I think is two episodes after this. So I can't work. be 100% sure. Yeah. Uh, but we also learned that the others killed by Echo had no wallets, keys, shoes, or anything modern on them. And their clothes were tattered and simplistic, possibly uh, homespun. Uh, Goodwin is the only one who seems to break that pattern. Hmm. And of course, exactly. I loved seeing the scene <laughs> just before Boone's death with the radio from the perspective of the other side of that conversation. Did you all ever guess that it was the tail section people that Boone was talking to? No. I loved this moment. And it's interesting that it plays such a contrasting role mm-hmm. to these people. I'd almost forgotten about that moment until it happened in this episode. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, that's right. To Boone, it would have been a moment of hope. But for Anna, Lucia, and many of her group, it, was the it turns out to be this really crushing moment of despair. Uh, so we really get a lot of context uh, on the tailies in this episode. And it really puts uh, Anna's uh, trigger finger in context, I think. They mm-hmm. all seem to have PTSD by the end of it, much more so than any of the fuselage survivors. And again, I think it underscores just how lucky the, the larger group was. Mm-hmm. So in conclusion, I'll give this episode 44 out of 48 glass eyeballs. 
As always, thank you. Namaste and good luck. Namaste, Namaste. Michael Lucero. That wasn't that wasn't luck. That was pure skill from from our castaways, our cast of castaways. Thank you very much, though, Michael Lucero. You, we always love hearing from you. And I can't believe I had never put a picture of you up on the video right, before, especially because that picture makes him look like he's like he's on the island. On the island. Yeah. So so uh, we we will fold that in <laughs> moving forward here. For show. Sure. Okay. Well, I guess it's time to get back to the main discussion, and I just want to talk a little bit about Anna Lucia's maternal instincts. Mm-hmm. Uh, now she bonds with the kids pretty fast in this episode and when goodwin asks her if she if she has kids uh she's a little a little evasive i i think she might be lying she says no but, she, but... she's like mm, no you know uh she... Not like that. she's like no she's like no 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 she's like no while well, shaking her head yes no uh, but i you know i i think she might have been being a little dishonest there my prediction for her backstory considering this and i, mm-hmm. I can't remember if she said told much about her backstory when she met jack in the airport bar uh in the know. season yeah, finale last I year i don't think so but i think something happened uh that caused her kids to be taken away maybe she got into some trouble a la kate mm-hmm. uh she does seem pretty rough and tumble all uh, Kate. So I mean, I, I think that's a def- that's an idea. definite possibility. Mm-hmm. I either you know she got them taken away, or she got uh, you know she got they ended up dying somehow or something. But I, I think some at some point along the way she lost her kids, which is why uh, when these kids get lost, uh, it sends her up a wall. Mm-hmm. I mean, any decent person would be upset about, but about losing kids uh but this particular set of kids combined with her sends her down this paranoid path that while it ended up being right in goodwin's case uh seriously undermines the cohesiveness of the group in fact i think if anything it is to blame for this group's complete and utter failure in comparison to our castaways it's anna lucia's distrust of nathan that that kind of fractures the group and because i mean you know jack had some distrust of sawyer at points saeed at points i think Mm -hmm. uh Locke at points but ultimately it it, it was dealt with and handled within a few minutes, definitely within the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that her continued distrust of Nathan is what caused it to the glue of the group to sort of unglue. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything over fun in the chat? Uh, room Michael there? in terms of his luck in the sense that Jack happened to land on that side. In other words, that they had a doctor. At is there all. a doctor in the jungle? Right. Um, or happened to be seated on the half of the plane that landed on that side to be more precise. You'll get some Anna Lucia backstory very soon. Very, very soon. So maybe when we're done recording. So probably this, when we're done recording here. Yeah. And we go up and watch the next episode. Absolutely. Okay. But you wanted to talk a little bit about the other bunker. The right? other bunker. Okay. So did the others know about these bunkers, either either one of them or both? Um, Goodman appeared to be surprised, but um, I find it very hard to I have a very hard time thinking that after all of their time on the island, however long it has been, that they had never, you know, stumbled upon them since apparently you can just walk on in <laughs> to this on this island. Um, or at least on this side. The other side, yeah. you have to take a really long way into them. One one other little theory I had about okay. uh, why uh, what why maybe um, Goodwin killed Nathan mm-hmm. was maybe maybe there are sections of the island where the others can't go, and maybe that happened to be one of them. So so maybe the creek they were camping at happened to be one of them, or maybe this bunker is another one, or the hatch the whole that whole system maybe there are certain areas the others can't go and maybe that's why uh goodwin was trying to 
get away. Why or, can't he go there? No, I, I don't know. I mean, it might have something to do with the nature of the others. Maybe there are certain areas of the island that they just can't go. But you what's know? stopping them? Um, I, I don't know. What are they? <laughs> I, I mean, a, a vampire. But he stopped, walked in. I, I'm saying a vampire stopped by garlic. I, I don't know if there's some sort of they, there might be some sort of supernatural thing keeping the other others uh, besides Goodwin out of the area. But just a thought. Just a thought. OK. OK. Um, let's see. Uh, was why was this station not as decked out as the other side? Mm-hmm. Granted, it had electricity, a blanket, a Bible. Oh, and a glass eye. Ew. <laughs> But um, what what was that going to do for anybody? There was no food. There was no computer with a button that had to be pushed. There was virtually nothing there. Yeah, I, th- um, I, I think they referenced maybe it was for storage or a storage well, room or something. It was Goodwin who said it looked like a storage unit. Yeah. But it didn't even have – like that doesn't count as a storage unit. It mm-hmm. was a foot locker with four things in it. Yeah. Uh, one of them just happening to be like a working um, – thing um like i feel like the dharma people were just like really really cruel and playing like some sort of trick mm-hmm. on people like they put they put two guys over here in this decked out protein shake filled <laughs> exercise bike washer and dryer place yeah and then on the other side they get a blanket i Good could luck see to that you i could definitely um, see that you know but I'm, I'm still kind of of the opinion that this is connected to the hatch this bunker is connected to is. the hatch like through that wall it's totally sure. connected there there is a connection because this and this one was just so tiny it was just mm. so it was like smaller than my living room which impressive yeah um so i just i have a lot of conf- c- conflict about this whole bunker thing though because it's like i feel like there's like the big brother watching this experiment on this whole island mm-hmm. little bug um <laughs> why am i so it just i don't really know what's going on yeah and i'm really bothered by it because i can't Mm -hmm. put two and two together because two and two on this island equals 17 yeah so it's like like that's the way the island works it equals 17 Mm -hmm. and i just can't figure it It, it was definitely interesting to see them stumble upon it uh so easily yeah well well so late in the game too like i assume that maybe they might have been there for a while it, it you know when like we they first saw been, them yeah uh, let's see uh megalosaurus says maybe it had something to do with the purpose of that station but what was the purpose of that station to kill whoever was stationed there <laughs> like they don't have food yeah they don't have a bathroom or, or they don't have food anymore i mean may, i it's always possible you know that the others did find it and raided it and that's why it's just empty maybe there but why would they specifically maybe there was leave? a washer and a dryer and a bunch of candy bars there no there wasn't <laughs> like it just seems weird that they would leave a blanket a, well the glass eye sure mm-hmm. um the bible in a working radio or with the purpose of the swan yeah i don't know what the purpose of the swan is yet either dude <laughs> mr lucero i don't know well yeah, i think the swan's the other one right this yes. swan's the hatch yes. he I, says what is or what is the purpose of the swan yeah i don't know yeah it, no clue man so many questions so many questions and but no many answers enough talking about this episode I want to talk about one from a year ago. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Let's see. I I wanted to talk a little bit about the tragedy of Boone. Uh, Now, since Boone died last season, I found solace in the fact that he went out a full blazing hero, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, potentially alerting a rescue party to the castaway's location. Uh, But sadly, in this episode, we find out that that's not the case. And the extra time Boone took in the plane with the radio Mm -hmm. literally fell on deaf ears because Anna Lucia turned off the radio because she thought it was the others. Which, by the way, I believe when that episode happened, we were like, oh, maybe it was the others on the other end of the radio. We did say something like that. Yeah, we did. We did. So I thought that was kind of fun that uh, they thought it 
they, they both thought, thought it, was, it was the others. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I, it, it's just so sad, though. I, I'm wondering, you know, is Locke ever going to find out? If so, will it shake his faith in the island? I mean, Boone's death did contribute to the events that led them down the hatch. <gasps> but it feels like it was for nothing now that we know who was on the other end of the radio. Boone's death led to Shannon getting shot. That's very true, too. That's another tragedy in this whole tragic sandwich of Lost. What? <laughs> yeah. But I think, though, that Boone is definitely, as of right now, the most tragic figure in Lost because, you know, he started out the spoiled rich kid who was trying to help his sister, uh, trying to do the right thing. Uh, then uh, when that all went to crap because of the plane crash and everything, mm -hmm. he tried to be a hero and loses it all in a selfless sacrifice that ultimately meant nothing and mm -hmm. might have, you know, not not even just meant nothing, but like you bring yeah. up, you know, might have. Killed the killed one thing he cared about, you know, on the island. Y Ooh. You know, so it's nothing but just tragedy stacked on tragedy stacked on tragedy. Okay, uh, let's see. <laughs> Michael Lucer says, also the swan was sealed up tightly and had a person inside. The arrow was pretty much left open, suggesting it was abandoned, evacuated, or had been raided. Mm. Uh, so, so yeah. They, so maybe it had. But... So maybe some evidence in the column of the others got in there at some point. But it yeah. Is all he can say at this point is question mark. But yeah, again, Rip Boone and super tragic, and it just gets worse and worse for Boone. Uh, it really does. I, I, I don't know how, how they could make his story more tragic, but, but I, sure I want to see him try. try. Yeah, I want to see him try. Yeah. Okay, now, Anne-Marie, you have had a bit of a bugaboo uh, with the end of this episode, which I did too. What, you want to talk about it a little bit? The montage! <sighs> Okay, so when it first started airing, the first time we watched it, we were like, okay, montage. And then they stop and they like, you know, actually, she's like, punch me and throw me in there. And so he does. But then it goes back to the montage <laughs> and it just keeps going. Mm -hmm. and going like this is like a two and a half minute long montage yeah and it wasn't like it was summarizing a bunch of events from season one which we might not be so familiar with anymore it was literally what we've been watching for the past six episodes yeah why you gotta waste my time locked out <laughs> laws like when i did my rewatch since it's been a f like a week or two since we watched it i was like mm -hmm. wait was there anything interesting in that or like something important so i watched it again Mm -hmm. And I hated myself for it. So, yeah. like, it's awful. Like, all caps and bold, awful. Um, yeah, uh, normally I would try and defend this by saying, no, well, no. you know, well, people are watch watching week to week, so maybe they need a little refresher. We're no. watching week to week or week every week to two weeks. And no, we didn't really need didn't it. need that. You didn't need that. All. Now, <clears throat> okay, let's see. It would have been better to end, even if you had to keep some form of this montage thing, which was just artistic shots of things that we've seen. Mm -hmm. uh, it was like all of the B-roll <laughs> because you see like one like through the grass of them walking and I'm like, mm -hmm. that did nothing. Um, sorry, I don't get very ranty oh, on no, this show, fine. but this deserved a rant. Um, let's see. It would have been better to end the episode with two minutes of what happened immediately after the gunshot when they recognize what is going on. Yeah, because they like, have three people mm -hmm. with the group that should go, oh, Shannon. Yeah. Like they, it shouldn't just not happen. It doesn't have to be a whole scene or anything. Just no. like a little bit more of a capper than we got in the cliffhanger. Instead, we got the week. exact same thing we got in the last episode. Mm -hmm. Um, like then while I love the, this episode because it was good to find out the deal with the other group, it didn't move the story far forward at all. Yeah. And that is always something that makes me ranty. It basically got us cut up. Although, uh, you know, if, 
Nothing else. Uh, uh, Jason George over on Facebook today uh-huh. uh, mentioned, uh, just said, you know, it's kind of a weird episode and stuff. And right. I said, I, I responded, I rather liked it. And that I would be really interested in seeing a 45-minute edit of season one after seeing this episode. Yes. If nothing else, just like a quick, very tightly edited, here's everything that happened in season one of Lost. And I think they could definitely do it, too. Maybe Someone probably already has. It's probably out there. I'm sure they have, but we can't Uh, watch stuff like that yet. Yeah, very true, because it might have spoilers. Spoilers. Uh, Over in the chat room, Michael Lucero says, uh, tragic sandwich of Lost, uh, the Tailies and Jack Scrooper the bread uh, with the other in the middle and uh, he also says i don't mind the montage as much as i used to but i agree uh, the montage could have been done better i it, it, does it make, didn't need to happen i hate montages it does make me think though maybe they needed three minutes worth of budget for something really big in the next few episodes so maybe we might well, get that would be nice a really or maybe the, because they had to redo a plane crash scene again which was like the most expensive thing in the pilot well this maybe didn't like, really have much plane yeah that's it very had true. more crash yeah it wasn't it, like the fuselage on no, the beach there was like stuff that, that they could have gotten out of storage that they probably kept very true okay well i think we've talked about this episode all we can so now mm-hmm. it's time for the arbitrary scale where we declare what we thought about the episode uh by hey, i pick a random number and something from the episode usually so uh, in you guys in the chat room uh, michael can vote too <laughs> and you in the uh, chat room, michael nine nine out of nine names on the list how many names on the list do you give this episode Amory? and what were they wearing <laughs> I don't know. We never. Well, all I saw was the kids. Seven, seven and a teddy bear. Seven and a teddy bear. Why? Uh, because it was a really great episode until that montage. Bad word <laughs> montage. Um, mm-hmm. And that really just kind of left a bad taste in my mouth on the yeah. episode. Because there there had to be more story that could be told mm-hmm. in that two minutes somewhere. Yeah. Like, give me an extra sentence here. Uh, linger a little longer on the crying. Uh, the death tumble could have lasted longer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the the banana interrogation could have lasted an like you could have just attacked on ten seconds, ten seconds, ten yeah. seconds to a bunch of places without doing a two and a half minute long montage. But the music was insane. Mm-hmm. Like I think maybe that was it. Like it wasn't just the montage; it was the music made it seem well, even more. See, I, I didn't even rewatch the montage. Well, that's because I warned though. you that there was literally nothing new there. Mm-hmm. You didn't need to. Anyway, yeah, what but, do you think? Let's see. Over in the chat room, Michael Lucero gives it nine and a tuft of teddy bear fur. And uh, as for me, I'm going to I'm gonna give it uh, more than you, less than Michael. I'm going to give it eight names on the list, and they're all wearing creepy clown costumes. Nice. Uh, but, uh, you know, it, it was a super impactful episode the right. first time we watched it. The rewatch not, not as quite as much. And, you know, since we do a podcast about it, although, you know, we are 45 minutes into the podcast, so maybe this is, isn't a valid complaint. I didn't feel like there was a ton to talk about in the episode. Uh, but then then some stuff kind of came to me while I was typing in my notes, and I think that helped a lot. That uh, does help, yeah. Uh, especially that uh, bit about Nathan and the military and all that right. stuff. That kind of came to me in a flash. Well, yeah, when you start having the converse or the you start talking about it and start thinking about it more intensely. Mm-hmm. There we go. How's that? Um, <laughs> then, it, you know, it, you sort of dig a little deeper and yeah. you find some more to talk about. But, uh, yeah, a good episode overall. Can't wait to watch the next one. Uh, okay. if, if you want to watch the next any- one with us, come on over. 
Yeah, uh, but if you if, if you want to give us any feedback on this episode of our podcast or future episodes of Lost, just make sure you label them. Please then label email them. us, we're so lost podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Facebook is facebook.com slash we're so lost. Uh, the Twitter's at we're so lost. And the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. Over in the chat room, Michael Lucero says, I think they wanted to end on Saeed's face in order to build anticipation for the next episode. Uh, probably the so purpose of the mo- montage. Uh, they did, They could have still ended on him, though. Yeah, they could have just been. They could like, have still ended on him. They, day day fifty or whatever it is, or day forty eight. Yeah, uh, you know, they flash forward a day uh, past the events we've already seen. Something. No, like No, they that. could have done it. They did. They yeah. didn't need to go the way they did. <laughs> okay. I'm just mad. Okay. Okay, Anne Marie, where can people find you and your mad self? <laughs> You can find me on Twitter at AMD Simone or follow Orlando Mom's blog on anything because it's me now. Okay. As for me, you can follow <laughs> me on Twitter at Bill Meeks. You can follow all of the podcasts we do at universebox.com. And you know what? You, you can follow a man across the island, but you can't make him impale himself on a spear. Or you can. Or you can. <gasps> one or the other. And Marie, what are you doing with your hair? Uh, this is this is really confusing me right now. You have the green hair, the green knitted hair, and now you have... <laughs> Have have the ponytail. I I get. I I don't know. I just feel like we're, we're so lost. I I think maybe the tragic sandwich for me. Uh, but I really like how the other half lives too. I really like how the other half lives.